Are you a fan of all things Star Wars? This is the podcast you're looking for. Welcome to the Star Wars Rant Podcast. So, Jacob, you watch any of the impeachment stuff? I listen to it a little bit on the radio. Do I don't care for it too much. Yeah. Well, it's nice to take a break from reality and talk about Star Wars, is it not? I would have to disagree with you on that. And, and keep in mind, it's mean? only going to get worse. I would much rather have my head stuck extremely far down into the sand and just talk about Star Wars. Yeah, well, I don't understand why you disagreed with me right at the, the beginning there. You said something about wanting to be I said it's nice to take a break from reality. Oh, I want to... And talk yeah, about see, Star Wars. I don't want to take a break from reality. I want to stay completely oh, out of reality. Well, we can't do that, Jacob, because then you just... You're like a crazy person then. True enough. Yeah. So, but it is nice to take a break from, from all the craziness in the world, talk about Star Wars... And um, we're going to talk about The Mandalorian Episode 2. Although, I guess they're really called chapters. Which is Um, cool. Yeah. But, you know, everywhere I see, everyone's calling them episodes. How dare they? How dare they? So, uh, Episode 2 or Chapter 2, The Child, aired uh, Friday. Um, You know, as we record this, we're recording this on a... Which is tonight, is Wednesday. Wednesday, a Wednesday night. So we got Chapter Three coming up on Friday. Uh, but you know, before we jump into Episode Two, I wanted to to go into a little bit of uh, some of the things we've seen in Episode One um, or Chapter One, and um, and even in in Episode Two here. Um, you know, when we recorded last week for Mandalorian episode one, we we recorded like five minutes after watching it and it was pretty fresh. Yeah, it was. And, uh, you know, we didn't really uh, retain names of creatures or people. Um, and so, you know, I, I feel like we kind of dealt with some of that lightly. Possibly. Uh, yeah. yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot happened in yeah, episode sure. one, even though it was only 39 minutes long. You, yeah. there, there was a lot that went on. It was a new new Star Wars stuff for us. And uh, yeah, I mean, probably towards the bottom of the of the list was getting a couple of the creatures names right. We were really trying to follow the storyline and look for really specific Easter eggs. Sure. Um, so what I want to do is I just want to take the opportunity to kind of talk about some of the things uh, that we... Um, Messed up. Well, messed up and then also (laughs) missed. Um, And uh, and so one of the things, uh, so we'll we'll talk about a few of the aliens or creatures or whatever. And then, um, you know, maybe, uh, I don't know if we'll necessarily get into any characters. I don't think we missed anything there. Uh, Maybe some of the, uh, you know, miscellaneous stuff, um, ships, things like that. So first one on my list was uh, Blurg. We were calling them Dewbacks because we couldn't remember what they called them in the show. Uh, blurgs were the things that they rode um, uh, in, in Episode 1 and in Episode 2. And uh, what I didn't realize we was... We saw the Mandalorian tame the Blurg. Yeah, which you were not Break a it. fan of. Yeah, like a that. wild Mustang. Um, I didn't realize that we've seen Blurgs before. Well, some of us have seen them, depending on your age, um, probably. But um, we first saw those actually in the Ewoks Battle for Endor... Uh, which was the TV film from 1985. Did you ever see that? Didn't even know it existed. Really? Yeah. Um, so if I remember right, that was the one where, see, I might be getting this wrong, where the little girl, um, this family, like, crash lands on this planet, on Endor, um, and this little girl 
gets lost or left behind or something and she kind of gets in with the Ewoks, man, I might have that wrong. But uh, <clears throat> but well, I know I've, I've seen, there couldn't have been two TV films for Ewoks and we'll have to go back and research that. But apparently uh, the Blurgs were um, first shown on that. Um, they are also shown in The Clone Wars in 2009. Um you know, again, I've, I've not seen that. We've seen them in Rebels, apparently, mm. um, which, again, I, I did not see that. And they've also been in some of the books, Aftermath and Thrawn Alliances, which uh, Chad you know, uh, Viss is probably familiar with those because he's our reader of the group. Um, so we saw Jawas. We actually saw him in Episode 1, um, but obviously a big feature in Episode 2, which we'll talk about later. But we all know the Jawas, right? Absolutely. Um uh, let's see, what else did we miss here? Um, oh, so we were talking about in episode one when the, the guy with the flute calls right. the speeder um, or the land speeder over. And we did point out that we've seen him in New Hope, or not him per se, but that His species. species. yeah. So it's, it's called a uh, Cubaz is what they are called. Um it's an alien race, Kubaz, the same species as the informant in A New Hope. Um, their planet is Kumbindi. So, yeah. Very, very interesting. We just didn't know the name of that. So there you go. All right, so in episode two, um, we saw that rhino creature come out. And, um, and I know we're going to talk about it when we jump in episode two when he has to go get the egg. Um, and so I called it a rhino creature. But I immediately recognized it. Um, from seeing it in the prequels, Attack of the Clones. It's actually called a Mudhorn is what it's called, which makes sense uh, because that thing was pretty muddy. Um, but uh, did you did you pick up on that? Is that being from uh, Attack of the Clones? I did not. Yeah. It, you know, it I, honestly, I don't even think it really looked that familiar to me. There were things that I saw in, in Chapter <coughs> 1 that I was like, oh, that looks familiar, and maybe I couldn't place it exactly where I've seen it in Star Wars. Um, okay. You know, whether it be the animated series or comics or movies, I couldn't figure out exactly where it was, but I at least recognized the creature with the mud horn. It to me, it looked kind of uh, new. So okay. I know what you're talking about. In uh, but now that I say that, you remember yeah. the arena scene. But it looked a little bit different. Maybe yeah, the, sure. yeah, the, it just looks better. I guess it looks more realistic. Oh, huh. okay. don't you think? Uh, I'd have to go back and see. I haven't seen Attack of the Clones in forever. How dare you? Um. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, you know, this one I, I did want to bring up because, uh, um, you know, we, we mentioned it a little bit, but uh, the Mythosaur. And so this was when uh, the Ugnaught, um, which his name is Kewl, I think is how you say his name. Yeah. Uh, you know, he brings up to the Mandalorian that your family flew, uh, you know, your, your ancestors flew on uh, Mythosaurs, right? And so just a little bit about Mythosaurs. Um, so native to Mandalore, mythosaurs are ancient creatures, the stuff of Mandalorian legend. The tusked creatures seen on the armor Boba Fett's insignia and was spotted on a flag at Maz Kanata's castle in Force Awakens. In the Mandalorian, we see a mold of a mythosaur skull on the wall in the armor's uh, lair. So, you know, that is the, when you've seen that, so you remember when he goes to uh-huh. the blacksmith and you see the, the skull, and we've you've seen that again on Boba Fett's armor, and that's kind of been like the Mandalorian sign, um, and that's something that you know I don't think I ever put two and two together. That is the skull of the Mythosaur, um, which is 
you know, a creature that they used to, to ride. So are, are we to assume that these creatures are not around anymore? Yeah, I would And you just so, kind right. of like, you know, it's just ancient history, really? Correct. Okay. Is what I assume. I can't say that for sure. We probably, you know, another future episode or something um, kind of should probably go through like the history of Mandalorians and, and all that. But, it, I mean, it's I think it could get into the weeds possibly. Yeah, I, I read some really interesting stuff on uh, – the history of Mandalore. Maybe one thing I'll bring up later if we have time. That's pretty quick. Is just about yeah. the Mandalorian armor. Okay. Um, all right. And then so the blue creature that we both kind of criticized. Uh, Horatio Sands. Yeah. So it was Horatio Sands was the person um, that was acting there, which is why it sounded familiar to us. Um, but his creature or his species is called a mithril. Mithril. Um, and everyone's acting like they've seen this thing before, but I've never seen that thing. I don't see any reference, at least from what I've seen, uh, what I looked. I can't see that he's been anywhere. Like, this is the first time we've seen him, but... Yeah. Anyway. Um, so those species that were uh, those aliens guarding uh, the baby Yoda child, right? Right. Uh, they were called uh, Nictos. Um, and so they actually appeared in the Clone Wars and Star Wars Resistance. I don't watch Star Wars Resistance. And, again, I have not seen the Clone Wars, but uh, but they are a species that's been around. That's nothing new. Um, yeah, Clone Wars, you know, from what I've kind of started watching so far, they bounce around to a lot of places. So, right. I mean, if they want to try to um, – you know, not bring in new species and new planets. They can pretty much go back to Clone Wars, and I seem it seems like just take their pick of dozens and dozens of different planets and species that were introduced in that series. So, yep. And then uh, you know, one of the characters I did want to talk about because we didn't really talk about them, and I, I think we'll end up possibly talking about them a little more. Um, Doctor Perishing. So he was the doctor that came out when the Mandalorian goes into that room with the client right. and the stormtroopers and so some people are noticing that he may have an insignia on his shirt um that uh <clears throat> resembles the cloning trainees on camino which is if you remember that's where the clones are made yep. and attack of the clones and so that gets into a whole cloning conversation which i think we'll get into when we talk about episode two um uh, just a couple more here. Beskar, we talked about that. So that's the um, – and, and uh, you got some info on on the armor. Yeah, I'll um, read so that. Maybe, maybe you'll go ahead and go over what yeah. you got on that. Yeah, I can, I can yeah. do that. It's pretty, this is pretty quick. So we know the armor is called Beskar. The armor w- worn by the warriors of, of Mandalore is not simply for defense. Helmets are often customized to show clan affiliation, and each piece honors the legacy of the warriors that came before and all they had fought for. So this is from Sabine, and she told this to Ezra Bridger from Rebels. The armor I wear is 500 years old. I reforged it to my liking, but the battles, the history, the blood, all lives within it. The same goes for every Mandalorian. There you go, buddy. I just rocked your world and (laughs) saved this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, so... uh... And so, you know, a little bit more about the best car specifically. The blood all lives within it. Okay. Um, so it's found on Mandalore. It's known for its ability to withstand extreme force and heat. Um, um, and uh, this was, this was uh, you know, it doesn't say in this thing I'm reading here, but this was taken um, by the Empire, right? Um, right. When they, when they went through and, 
you know. Yeah, and again, shout out to <coughs> Chad for providing yeah. some information. They maybe I'm stealing your thunder here, yeah. which I'm going to no. do it proudly. No they they melted that armor down to currency, which is how yeah. we saw uh, Armando uh, receive it was in like currency form, and then they melted it down and made him a a bad shoulder bl- uh, shoulder blade out of it. Shoulder blade, shoulder <laughs> shoulder armor. <laughs> it's called a uh, a pauldron. Yep, that's yeah. it. Made um, him a pauldron. <laughs> so. The, the Mandalorian ship, it's, um, you hear the uh, Horatio Sands. See, I don't remember his name now. Mithra, the Mithral. Did, he even, did they even ever say his name? I don't think you just said it. I think you said the species. Anyway, he, uh, he says, this is a Razor Crest, isn't it? Right? I don't yeah. know if you remember that. Yeah. So Razor Crest, it's the gunship used by the Mandalorian. It's a former military craft used to patrol territories prior to the establishment of the Empire. Um so the Mandalorian is the first time we've seen this spacecraft, which was designed by veteran Lucasfilm art director Doug Chang. Okay. For those that are into that stuff. Um, all right, something miscellaneous here. The Mithral does mention Life Day, which, Jacob, do you know what Life Day is a reference to? Yeah, I absolutely do. I do not. I'm sorry. Okay. Go. <laughs> Have you ever seen the holiday special? I have, but it's been a while. Yeah, so it's terrible, which I think we can agree on that if you've suffered through that, if you're being honest. It's pretty yourself. bad. Yeah, okay. It's pretty bad. So Life Day you got to the... wonder why. Did anyone watch that before they released it? Well, I mean, sure, right. yeah, yeah. And, and did they think to themselves, well, it we was, did it, guys, high fives all around? Yeah, well, it was the 70s. So, yeah. I mean, um, who knows what people were thinking by then. But it's a, it's a holiday in Star Wars uh, that was started on the holiday special. It's uh, Life Day. Um, it's kind of like their, I guess their Christmas, kind of. Okay. Or whatever. So, anyway, there you go. That's a little bit of Mando info that I um, that I had for you. Um, kind of clear the record up on some of the things that we were just kind of floating out there, but um, and then some interesting tidbits I thought, yeah, as well. Right. You know, I'll go ahead and clear something up. I think I probably <laughs> added quite a bit of extra dialogue into one of our one of our uh, famous listeners, Mr. Man himself. Um, yeah, I took his. Um, I guess preview of what you, if, I guess if you want to call it of episode one is um, more critical than how he really how he really felt. So I, I added some extra words there to uh, kind of represent what he was feeling, and you know that that's you know and talking to him a little bit afterwards, that is certainly not the case. He was a big fan of uh, chapter one. Definitely thinks it feels like Star Wars. Our goal is certainly not to add uh, words or put words into anyone's mouth, especially words in Dave's mouth. He's got quite a few of them. Um, but, uh, yeah, he was a big fan of uh, Chapter 1, and, uh, you know, I think all, we, we, are, we all were as well. There you go, Dave. <laughs> Dave. Dave didn't ask him to do that, Dave, man. Uh, um, no, I, but you felt obligated. Yeah, I mean, kidding for, aside, for after I listened reason. to it, I was like, man, Dave really didn't like the uh, episode. And then I kind of I went back and read his comment. I was like, oh, man, that is not what he really said at all. <clears throat> um, so I, I took it out of context a little bit. But, yeah, he was – he liked it, and we all did. So, All right, Jacob, let's jump into Mandalorian Episode 2, The Child. And, by the way, so let's just start the conversation off this way uh, – you know, people are, are wondering what should we be calling the the baby 
quote-unquote Yoda. Obviously, he's not Yoda. We don't have a species for Yoda, which is why everyone's calling it the baby Yoda. Right. Um, uh, you guys on our text thread tossed around a, a suggestion. <laughs> which, that was not my suggestion. <laughs> which was, well, what was that again? Baby yogurt. Right, from uh, Spaceballs. Yeah. Um, I, I I recommended well the episode's called the child and uh, uh, the Ugnot Kuehl calls him the child so um, yeah I, I don't know do we go with that I mean I feel like we should have a name here for him as we discuss I think the child is a is a is really um, is good but I'm wondering if people uh, would get confused yeah people would get confused because he I mean like it or not. Uh, until further notice, until we hear the species or the name of this little fella, uh, it's going to be Baby Yoda. That's kind of what he's been branded. He or she has been branded. <laughs> so my vote's for Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda? Yeah. Um, all right. I mean, I guess so. I'm glad I won you over so convincingly. Um, all right. So, Jacob, I, let's uh, let's jump into the episode. So, uh you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna do like a play by play of the entire episode, um, but uh, you know, one of the things we can just start talking off, uh, jump off with is is this was a short one. Yeah. Uh, Twenty seven minutes of actual content. Right. Um, what uh, did you have an issue with that? Some I, people are talking about it. Initially, I, I when I you know first saw the length, I was yeah, I was. I was disappointed. I guess I was hoping that it would be at least the same length as episode one. Yeah. Um, I did read somewhere that they these episodes are uh, $12.5 million per episode, uh, the production costs. And I, and I would assume that's everything. That's, you know, the sets, the actors, the directors, the producers, marketing, you know, the the... Uh, the graphics department. I would imagine that's everything. So, you know, I'm not an executive producer. I've never been in Hollywood. I don't know what all goes into that. But it seems like for $12.5 million an episode, you could get an extra few minutes here and there. Um, That being said, I was worried going going into it that um, I was going to, uh, it was going to be over before I knew it. And it, it seemed to kind of, you know, I don't want to say drag on because that sounds bad. I kept checking the time, like hitting the pause or hitting my phone to, to see how much, you know, I'd kind of gotten into. Um, and it, uh, it, it seemed it was long enough for me, even though it was only 27 minutes of actually, you know, watching the show. It was long enough for me. It didn't bother me. I enjoyed every minute of it. It didn't seem to blow right by. And it also didn't seem um, too short, if that makes well, sense. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it's part of it's because the story is interesting, right? So, I mean, that keeps you engaged. There is uh, Brian North, uh, for those that remember him, being a, uh, you know, he's on our thread. We were talking. Um, you know, he did mention there is there is a lot of, like, you know, walking. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which you do. There is a lot of that where there's just no no – Conversation well, there was or anything, no dialogue for the first third of the episode. So no one said a word until Kewell, I think, said um, whatever he said as, Man- as Mando was kind of approaching him from behind. So and that was like 11 minutes into it. Yeah. There was not a single word said. But at the same time, you were still I was on the edge of my seat. Interested, it was, yeah, yeah. It was very interesting. Because of what's, uh, you know, what, what's going on, you want to see what happens. And so... 
Um, you know, and so it picks up with him and, and Baby Yoda. Uh, you know, we see that uh, we we got more bounty hunters coming after right. Baby Yoda. Yeah, this is from um, the trailer that we saw with the uh, Troday Trandoshans. Trandoshans. Yeah. Um, and so we saw they had a fob, though. I don't know if you noticed yeah, that. And then absolutely. obviously they have they have a they have a uh, uh, obviously an order to kill because they go right after the baby uh, to kill it. Um, and so we had a conversation on the thread that I want to bring to the podcast. Um, and I'm not going to name names, but there is there's you know there was there's a discussion. And my point was like as I so we've seen we're two episodes into this thing. Mm-hmm. Right, and so we've seen the clients. If you remember from the first episode, he's the one that Warner says, Herzog. "Yeah, he's the one that brings Amanda in, says, uh, you know, bring him in alive." But then he also says, "Jacob, what?" Well, he says that uh, bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Yeah. Knowing that alive would also be acceptable for a lesser fee. Dead, dead. Dead would oh, be. yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Um, dead would be acceptable for yeah. verification of termination, I believe. Sure. Would be acceptable and so for a which, lesser fee. And to which the doctor replies was, that's not what we discussed right. or what we've agreed upon or, or something to that effect. And so this debate ensued to where here's here's my thought. And you could, you could disagree with me. I don't think you really spoke up in the thread. But my thought was, my feeling is that the client's, prefers my opinion okay. prefers this thing dead and, and and here's the reason why I say that is because you know he says bringing it alive for lesser fee proof of termination right mm-hmm. but the reason why I say that is because just the way he said it his his tone the way he came off it came it, it it had this vibe of like wink, wink, nudge, nudge, right. and then also the, the fact of that the doctor, you know, was not uh, agreeing with that and said this is not what we discussed, sure. right? And so, you know, and then I then I kind of parlayed that into well, maybe, you know, because the IG eleven had um, orders to kill it, and obviously these Trandoshans had orders to kill it, and I said okay, well maybe the client is also sending these guys out to actually kill it and to, you know, cover his basis. I don't know. And, and maybe that part of it I'm, I'm way off on is maybe that doesn't really make sense for him to do that. But I don't think I'm crazy to say it's plausible that the client prefers this dead than alive, even though he said bringing it alive. Because why would you even bring that up? No, go ahead. It almost sounds like you're debating yourself I am. here. Um, well, I'm, I, I'm reliving the, the yeah. text thread. When I when I first watched the episode with you, and even I, I watched it a couple times after that, yeah. I never I never got that. I got that to to him. He, I don't know if he has a preference either way. Preference dead, preference alive. I think he just, you know, doesn't want it to be out there anymore, so someone else could get it. It's kind of how I took it, you know, and, and, I, and I read your comment in the thread, and I, I didn't watch it after that, but I still, you know, I, I don't pick up on, you know, in that brief exchange that his preference is wink, wink, <laughs> dead. You know what I mean? I think you're, I think wait, you're wait, reaching dead. a little bit. And plus, <laughs> wouldn't he, if he, if he, 
if he if that was his preference, don't you think he maybe would have like told Mando a little bit more on the down low? Like well, he, the doctor un- came. The doctor was unexpected. He can't walk him out the door wishing think, good luck and I don't say, think, dead, buddy. Look, the vibe I got was the doctor wasn't supposed to come in there. He kind of came in. Where un- are you getting all these he vibes? Came, the doctor came in unannounced. The guy, the client even said, I'm sorry, he has terrible timing. And, <laughs> he didn't say know. timing. He did say something like he that. He did say something like something that. Something to that effect, right? right? Um and again, so maybe maybe I'm um, uh, number one. I would say there's no way I'm alone in thinking that. There's somebody out there that has the same thought I do. Probably. Okay, but and then number two, I don't I'll know say if you want to be standing <laughs> in that person's corner. Oh, <laughs> I'm in a lot of awkward corners nowadays, anyway. Uh, but uh, the other thing is, it's not um, it's not implausible, and it's not I've not been proven wrong to this point. Okay. And so there is a chance. Sure. And, and what I'm staking my claim on, okay, is not that he's the one sending out these other bounty hunters, okay? I'll, I'll, I'll let that pass. What I'm saying is my feeling at this point, so far two episodes in, is that he prefers him dead. Now, I could be wrong, and if I am wrong, I will, I will admit that I'm wrong. Um, but to this point, I'm not proven wrong. Okay. It's still a plausible theory. Sure, it's it's plausible. plausible. A lot of things are plausible. At this point, two episodes sure. in. Um, yeah. You know, you feel free to venture out on yeah. that branch. Friday, I won't be Friday, going out there with Friday you. night, we can find out I'm wrong. Yeah, right? possibly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's, you know, watching it a few times, that's just not, I didn't, I didn't get that at all. No. I really didn't. All right, so who's who's sending these That other, I don't know. I, uh, I don't think it's the client out. because, you know, as I the one part I did kind of chime in on the group thread was, is the client, you know, said, you know, his exact words, I believe, were you should make quick work of this, even though he didn't, like, have oh, all yeah. the details. And to, stroking the ego is all that's doing. You feel – I feel like you really have a connection with this oh, client. Sure. I mean, you, I like, just, know everything that well, he no, needs just, to say. Just, you know. I, I took it as he's very confident. And he even said something about making things – or not making things right, but he said something – um, about like the Beskar and the Mandalorian armor, I feel like he has yeah. he likes this guy, and I think he has. I think it wasn't just stroking his ego. I think he no, actually well, does have confidence in the man, him. Am I? I don't think the Mandalorian liked when he said that whole thing about. Was did his facial expression Good. give that away? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just you know. I think if, I think if, I think if he had it his way, he'd probably would have just killed everybody in the room and taken the best car. You know what I mean? Like for him to say, "Well, it's good, it's back in the right hands." Well, right. you guys are the ones that stole it in the first place, so it's kind of like a a backhanded like comment. Okay, you know what I mean? maybe, maybe, but I still, I, yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think the. I think the, uh, the client sent out uh, Mando and fully expected him to return Baby yeah. Yoda. Now I, I'll I'll say this, Chad Viss. Eventually, we got to have these guys on the show again. Yeah, we just keep naming them. But uh, Chad Viss has a theory. I don't, he didn't give permission to say it. I'll, I'll say it that uh, maybe it's it's Palpatine sending these these other bounties out uh, because we this is after Return of the Jedi, but we know somehow, some way, Palpatine is alive. The other interesting thing is that. Um, the last episode of The Mandalorian comes out on December 26th, 27th. Mm-hmm. And so if you're paying attention, that's you know, seven days after Rise of Skywalker is released. Right. Um, now, whether, whether there'd be some type of spoiler in the last episode, I don't know. Um, 
But let's let's talk a little more about too. Um, <clears throat> since we we talked about the doctor, we're kind of on that situation of the doctor and things like that. And why would somebody want to kill this baby? Um, there's some theories going around that okay, so is this? <laughs> there's still that theory out there that's Yoda and Yaddle's kid. Which yeah, I'm, I think I'm that's just that. out there for some comic um, relief and podcast. Right. So some of the other theories are this could just be um, just. All right, this is just this child, and he he is what he is, right? right. And he just you know, um, is just an orphan somehow. And but one of the other theories, and this goes along with the Doctor Perishing character, because he you know wears the Camino gear, mm-hmm. um, that he possibly could be a clone. Right. Um, a some clone. some some take it the other way. Well, maybe they want to get him to clone him, which that's possible too. And it could be both, right? Or it could be both. Um, but I, you know, I don't see. I'm not saying he can be a clone, but as far as like, if people are going to say he's a clone of Yoda, no. I think that's. I think that if you're really reaching for something and you gotta, you gotta figure out this baby Yoda's background right now, yeah. and you want to try to place who this character <laughs> is, like yeah. we often do. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that one kind of makes sense. You know, although, this, just to stop, this feels like we're the whole Ray conversation, doesn't it? Who's Ray's yeah, parents? Oh, yeah, it, it definitely does. Anybody, but, but, you know, Star Wars fans do that. No, with, I know. Like, here, yeah, we are, here we are. Here we are again. Dude, we're right? not even a full hour into new Star Wars content, and yeah. we're already yeah. like, yeah. Who's it's, the, it's clone, <laughs> Yoda's clone. Who's the I parents? Yeah. Palpatine sent the fob. Um... Uh, but, yeah, I think a clone of Yoda does kind of make sense, although I don't know if the timing, um, you know, necessarily matches up. Okay, so we're five years after Return of the Jedi. so the events Yeah, but he's of 50 a, years old. Right. So that's what, that's what I'm saying. So it's not 50 years after Attack of the Clones. It's maybe 30 at this point, 30-something years, probably not even that, after Attack of the Clones. You get what I'm saying? How do you know that? Well, because there's – so between – so Luke was born at the end of Revenge (coughs) of the Sith, which is, what, like three years after Attack of the Clones. And then Luke was how old at the end of Return of the Jedi? 30? Is this what we're basing this off of? Luke's Math? Yeah, I think math is a good one to base it off of. No, I am math, but it's like they they don't give his age in Return of the Jedi. Okay, so but he was, I think, 19, then in A A New Hope. I don't know how old he is. I believe I think he was 19 or 20 in A New Hope. And then, I, I mean, you can... Look, from what I remember, that's why people say this there's could not be... not enough time. Baby Yoda would have been like 20 or well, no. right around From what I've 20. heard is, and, and we could easily just Google probably timeline here, but I don't yeah. know if we're going to do that. But uh, that's where the whole Yaddle Yoda theory comes because they were in the... This baby could have been conceived during the prequels. Is what. Let's not talk about the Yoda Yaddle thing. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, so, but my, my point is then that... That this could have been cloned during that prequel time frame. If he was conceived during well, but, the... But that's what, that's what I'm saying, is Baby Yoda, I believe, is too old, if he's 50 years old right now, right. To, be, have, to have been cloned during like the Attack of the Clones time. Because they didn't know anything about clones until Attack of the Clones. What are you talking about? They were making clones and... But they didn't. They found out about it in well, that. They found out right. about it, so, but they so were they were doing that. I'm just telling but you. What I don't I'm saying think is, the timeline matches up. What I'm if this is five years after Return of the Jedi, okay, which we know that, then Baby Yoda is 
too old to have been cloned during, like, Attack of the Clones timeline, Episode 2 timeline. I don't see how you get there. Am I missing something? Well, possibly not because your confidence in what you're saying is making me well, not I'm so going back to the, I'm, I'm going back to the, the, the Yoda Yaddle theory. I'm I, I'm not, I'm not talking about Yoda Yaddle. I'm trying to move on from that. I'm talking about a this is a clone of Yoda. All right, all right. So let's look at this. So this is Star Wars. Uh, so so Phantom Menace takes place thirty two years. You're gonna, you're gonna have to figure this out. Get your calculator. Oh no. <laughs> thirty two years, BBY. Before Battle of Yavin. Yes. Okay. Hold on. I got to find my calculator. I got too many apps on my phone. You're a huge nerds. <laughs> uh, episode 2, Attack of the Clones, mm -hmm. is 22 years before that. Okay. Well, we don't need any. We don't need the fir the 32 years from Phantom Menace. Right, so what are we just doing? The clone? Uh, yeah. So, 22, so that's 22 years before the Battle of Yavin. And then... All right. Well, let's just go to Return of the Jedi. That's going to be about seven or eight years after the Battle of Yavin. Maybe not even that. So, Return of the Jedi is four years yeah. after. So that's nine years from uh, where we're at right now. And then, so 27 plus nine <laughs> is 36. So Baby Yoda would need to be 36, theory debunked. All right, well done. Thank you. I, I agree with you now. Yes, you do. Wow, so he's older than than um, he's older than the events that happened. He's Attack older of than Clones. Episode One. Now, even. but here's this, and I okay. So this was this one's really getting out on a ledge. I felt so confident when I came up with this, and then I remembered. So Yoda says there is another, right? Oh, don't say this. <laughs> okay, wait. He, if it's no. a clone of him, no. he would know. And now, when I when <laughs> I wrote this down, <laughs> why would he talk about himself? It had no like. It had no purpose to talk about. There is another baby Yoda. <laughs> no, that's dumb. <laughs> now, I know Obi-Wan, like five minutes later, says the other he spoke of is your sister. Right, But yeah. Obi-Wan's been known to lie to Luke before, so. Yeah, that's just dumb. Right, come on. We're going to talk about baby Yoda or, or Yoda and Yaddle. No, I get it, but that's just like, that's just a, a stretch. I even highlighted that one because I thought it was so good. Yeah. Gosh. Um. And so Chad, Chad had an interesting thought too. What if we somehow see uh, Yoda, this baby Yoda, in the Rise of Skywalker? Um, so what? What are your? Uh, I think he said Broom Boy and Baby Yoda. Broom Boy, yeah. So he had his thought was, what if at the end of Rise of Skywalker you see Ray starting a new Jedi training temple class thing, uh, and Broom Boy is there. And uh, which I guess he would have the broom, and that's how we would know it was him. Let's hope so. Well, and then uh, uh, Baby Yoda. Possible. I, I kind of liked. It. I told him I liked the idea. I don't think. I don't think if for some reason he was in it, you couldn't have him before that point because it would confuse people. I think because Yoda was just in the Last Jedi. Uh, I don't know if we get Yoda in Rise of Skywalker or not, but people might be like, well, "What's there's two? I know that Star Wars fans like us would get it. Mm -hmm. Well, they um, would look drastically different too because baby one's older, Yoda, one's younger. Sure, um, but I. But my thing like, is, I'm someone just, might be confused, but they might see, oh, look, cool! There's another 
Yoda. Yeah, and this Baby Yoda character is, you can't go on social media without, I feel like people are sharing photos of Baby Yoda, and yeah. they have no idea what they're sharing. Never yeah, seen an possibly. episode of Mandalorian. Yeah. It's just the thing that's being yeah. they think it's uh, uh, stream oh, shared, whatever. Right there's now. a green gizmo. Yeah, look at this Kermit the Frog. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, did we talk enough about the Baby Yoda? Well, I guess not. So um, yes, we did. Well, but so then we see. Um, you know, if we're gonna fast forward, to just stay oh, yeah. on Yoda. Oh, we see him use the Force, right? right. <clears throat> which, which I think we all. I mean, I felt like that would happen at some point. Okay, so let's back up just a little bit. Okay. When he meanders over to uh, Mando, oh, when he's, like, yeah. re, you know, fixing his... Fixing his see, first to... I thought he was fixing his armor, but I guess he's, like, he cauterizing cut. a wound. Yeah, well, cauterizing. 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 Quarter, like a quarter. No, you're cauterizing. All right. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, I can't help to... It's like a, a, an issue I have, trying to correct people. It just makes it's me feel better about annoying. myself, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um... <clears throat> You know, one issue I, I've noticed, too, before we um, go forward, and, and, and I, I'm only bringing this up because you're like, oh, I couldn't tell. I thought maybe it was his armor. I don't know if you've noticed, but, like, on you have to watch what TV you're watching this on and your brightness levels because <clears throat> I've watched it on different TVs. Some mm-hmm. TVs, man, it's, like, super dark, and I have to raise the brightness up. But if, if you don't have the brightness up, you really do kind of miss some things. And I don't know if that's that's an issue you've come across, but mm, it almost know. it almost looks better <clears throat> like on my iPad <clears throat> than I than like on my TV in some right. points. But uh, but anyways, yeah. So he's trying to heal him, which have we well, seen? Do we know that? Do we well, know he's trying to heal? I mean, yeah. I mean, that's, and he tried to do it twice too. Yeah. You know, but I don't guess we. It certainly looks like that, but well, I guess we I, don't I'll know a hundred percent sure. When it when it started to happen, I was like. Oh man! Like you didn't want him to do I, not that. Not really. No, I, I don't. No. I mean, it wouldn't have ruined it for me at all. But I think I would have been just a hair disappointed. And Why? I don't know. I, we like you as you were been... fixing to say. I don't think we would have seen it before. Yeah, or, I know. don't. And, and it may have happened in a book or something. I think it throws. I think when you Clone start Wars. to create, and I'm okay with uh, you know us not. No, it would. Stuff. It sure would. No, but they've we've seen a lot of new force stuff, right? That we haven't seen. Yeah. Just being real. Right. Um, but, anyway, it's kind of cool, though, that he was trying to do that. And he would pick him up. And <laughs> My yeah. thing was, like, how did he get out of that? Like, that's what I kind of wanted to keep seeing. Like, he just, like, I could see him hanging on the thing and just, like, falling. <laughs> Little legs <laughs> kicking, dangling <laughs> back and forth. I'll tell you this, though. My three-year-old freaking loves that, yeah. that baby Yoda thing. Um, but, anyway, uh, but the big, the big reveal was at the end um, when he uses the force to, you know, to – Mudhorn. Stop the mudhorn. Yeah, yeah, stop the mudhorn and actually kind of float him, him, float a, little him bit, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my th- and again, my three year old is like, oh, he's flying. Like, <laughs> he's sort of laughing, you know. But um, but that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. I think we I think we knew something was going to happen. Yeah. But that, that was a that was a um, a great scene there. Our, our our boy Mando was just getting it taken to him. We really saw episode one kind of his just. Um, ability to kick Heine, um and, and his, his yeah. and we you know we saw that a little bit in this one, but man, that Mudhorn took him to task. Yeah. He was in a bad way. Real the only quick. criticism I have, I'm gonna have a criticism, is so Baby Yoda floats the Mudhorn. Mandalorian, you know, gets up, you know, he drops the Mudhorn then, and he just like after all of that, one stab, bang. It wasn't a big knife. 
That was like wasn't a pocket a big, knife. Wasn't a big and, right. and even my wife was watching it with me and uh, she didn't see one, but she watched two with me. Mm. And she's like, Really? With that little knife, one yeah. stab? Like I was like, Oh, maybe he got like his heart or something. Yeah. You know, maybe he knew where it <laughs> yeah, was. Like yeah. <laughs> Mudhorn's heart's right there it. in their neck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, the, my justification was for it. Well, when he puts the knife in, it extends. That was my justification <laughs> yeah, no, for it. I don't think that happened. But, but it was kind of like, come on, guys. Like, you kind of had him, like, you know, do a few right. a few stabs there well, or something. you know, and then it was so – it took him so long. to. That was such a slow pace. I felt like he looked at the Mudhorn and back at Baby Yoda <laughs> like seven times. Yeah. yeah. Before he actually there. stuck it. And then Baby Yoda passed out and it falls down. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, dude, take advantage of this opportunity right, already. Right, But, again, it was it was a good episode. And uh, and then we see, um, you know, so let's talk about, we can talk about the Jawa stuff. That was pretty cool. Right? Oh, yeah, really cool. Being inside uh, a sand crawler. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, we've been inside a sand crawler before. We've not been, like, in the cockpit when they're driving that I remember from right. ever we were seeing. down there with R2 and C- C-3PO, right? Right. And, um, and so it was kind of funny to see, you know, how they are. I always liked the Jawa. Yeah, it was, it, interesting. Was, it was good funny. It wasn't yeah. really, like, over the top. Yeah. Kind of cheesy, yeah. all right, enough already humor. Yeah. It was... Yeah, it was just. Um, it was cool to see him climb on the thing. They're throwing things down. That thing yeah. moved a lot quicker than I've ever imagined seeing a sand crawler. I always imagine that thing moves really slow. I mean, that thing was kind of booking a little bit. Yeah, it was hauling. Um, we need to. T- I mean, we got to talk about that gun, the disintegration. Oh, that yeah. was that was. Well, and so man, if you remember, cool. and that's a callback to yeah, Empire Strikes Empire, Back, right? And so you want to never wanna... put any. I mean, I don't. I, I don't have a whole lot on it. I just never put any of that together. When yeah. when Vader says to directly to Boba Fett, no disintegration. Right. You know, I, I I pictured like him being dumped in like a, a barrel of something, and that's how something, it gets to you yeah. know. I did not think that that's what it was, and I am a big fan of that. Um, you know, that weapon he uses is, you know, we saw him use it on the uh, Trandoshan yeah. when he was running away. And then three or four times he used it on the Jawas. Yeah. It looks super cool. I mean, it just. Yeah. And so he brings it up, gun. says, says, you know, well, they might be mad because I disintegrated. Right. Yeah, he does. Or something. So, um, so that was a good callback. You know, that's, that's one of those things you like to see where like things are connecting and tied together. Yeah, I love all cool. that stuff. I really like the, the, you know, not to get off too much, but I really like the back and forth between him and Kewl, you know, there, Kewl. Um, you know, I th- the, you know, there's some chemistry, I guess, there. It's just it's just the dialogue between them is back and forth, and they seem to really kind of genuinely have a, a, a pretty cool relationship. And, yeah. you know, a little, little disappointed that we're not going to be probably, you know, and I don't think we're going to see uh, – Kewl anymore. Seems like they said their goodbyes, but seemed that way in episode one too. So maybe we will. Yeah. Um, any thoughts on the egg? Eh, I was okay with it. It wasn't really what I was expecting. Um, I was not ex- expecting them to eat it. Yep. Nope. I was not. <laughs> um, when he hacked that, that, and, and I wasn't expected to look like yellow paste. I mean, yeah. that was. Um, well, actually, one of my friends I talked to. Um, said uh he actually thought that was cool like the color of it yeah. it was a good like contrast um I, I thought it was good i thought it was funny i was fine with it yeah um i mean i really liked him being in the little uh the cave you know digging around in the mud kind of yeah. looking for it in yeah. there with his uh with his helmet light on you know all that was all that was really neat yep um and then uh so you know he gets his ship taken apart yep um and then they, they get and all the, the Jawas 
dismantled that thing. They, they just did. ripped it to Which shreds. Which leads to the conversation. Then they get they get their stuff back. Um, and my wife was like, "Really? They put it all together? They're gonna go fly in space now?" My wife is not like she's like picking the show yeah. apart. I'm like, oh. I was like, she's like, "What? What do they got? Every screw back?" I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, you don't know if they I, use screws oh, in man. that universe, number I one. I am never watching anything <laughs> yeah, Star Wars with your wife. And I tried to tell her. I was like, all right, well, look, the other guy's like an Ugnaught. You got to realize, like, they fix things. Right. That's kind of their deal. And, uh, and we I, don't know how long it took them. It could have right, taken them a couple days. It did seem like it took a couple days. Yeah. But it was a little bit like, okay, I mean, that thing was pretty rocked. <laughs> <laughs> they pretty much rebuilt the whole thing, which I'm fine with it. My rating for it. Mandalorian is going down right now because of everything that you're <laughs> but I would be, I up. would be a little nervous taking that up in the space a little bit, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but she's like, oh, you're telling me they found every little screw. Come on. <laughs> but uh, that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but hey, so they they put it back together. Um, you know, he wouldn't give up his guns. He said it's part of their religion. So that's kind of cool. You know, you get into right. a little bit his of armor. So good, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, the gun and the armor. He, but he said, gave I'm up not his guns. Put the, he gave up the well, blaster. Well, he put them down. The, right. Yeah, he put them down. Um, he was trying to barter with, they were, with the armor. and they Yeah, said, they no, wanted no, no. the armor. Right. Um, man, so. Okay, so on the armor real quick, I did not know um, that the armor – and I'm glad they added this. And maybe it's maybe they didn't add it. Maybe it's in Clone Wars or Rebels or somewhere like that. I didn't know that this uh, this Baskor, Baskor armor was like super, you know, technology, advanced technology with like the circuit board stuff on the inside. Yeah. So you see a lot of that, like yeah. where he's having to. Is that new to this? Do you know, or is it out there? Somewhere? Uh, so I don't know. You know, I I watched all the Rebels, but I don't remember. Um, I don't remember like like Sabine or, or any of the rebel or any of the Mandalorians they showed on there like uh, doing any tech work on their armor or right. anything. I mean, it makes some sense though. I mean, so there was a part where he, if you notice, there's one part where he pushes the the cradle thing away, uh-huh. right? But then there's another part where he like hits something on his wristband and moves his arm. And the and the thing moves with his arm. I don't know if you caught that. Or I not. did, yeah. And so yeah, there's some tech there. Uh, you know, he's got the flamethrower. I, see, I guess when I saw that, I thought it was something that maybe came with a little floating crib for someone to wear, and maybe that's somewhere on him that we just yeah. Didn't so see. and that's something we. So this, you know, let me back. This is like something. Uh, one thing I appreciate the Mandalorian is like this is one of the first shows where, you know, really we're sitting down like as a family and watching, which is kind of cool. But but and then I got my kids who ask questions too and so that one was like well how like how's that thing flying who's doing that and and my my thing was based on seeing the mandalorian move his arm like that and the thing move i mean it seems to me like maybe he's almost controlling it i i think absolutely he is yeah but when we first saw it it was already floating yeah i mean when you first walked in i feel like it was sitting there on that um you think it was setting on that already yeah, I thought it was I'm floating. Almost, no, I think it started to float later. But when we first looked at it, it looked like it was just kind of sitting there on that cargo. And then after he uh, yeah. blasted IG-11, it seemed like it started to float then after. at that point kind of float. And yeah. I just took it as like there's some device or something that goes along with that for whoever's, you know, watching over this floating cradle type thing. <sighs> you know, you have this device that you wear that you can kind of move it with your motions. But, yeah, I thought the circuit board armor thing was really cool. I like the fact that it's not um, – because you see this really indestructible armor, 
And we, we read earlier, I read earlier a little bit about the kind of the history about the armor, which I think is really, really neat. And then you also find out that this isn't just like, you know, the Star Wars is Star Wars universe of like, you know, vibranium. All right. You know, it's like there's some technology there. It's not just some indestructible metal. There's this circuit board thing on the back of it that helps maybe kind of. I don't think perhaps. I think it definitely helps like absorb the blows and different things like that. So I just thought that was a cool, that, that's cool feature. I don't think that's conjecture. I would about about the tech absorbing the helping absorb blows. Why or? else would it have like the circuit board thing on the inside of it there? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we're not going to impeach a president based on your presumptions. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I back into the, we might, buddy. I just, we just They're lost trying. A, we just lost a listener. At least one I know of for sure. Yeah. Um, Oh, well, down to three. <laughs> uh, you know, I was trying to find some um, some run times on well, you know, let me maybe, you this maybe if the new if the other episodes showed the running times, that would be I, I really I where would you find, find that anything. Yeah. Oh, the Internet? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I haven't been able to find anything. I thought that would be interesting if they had that already. Yeah. This I is think because, we'll know come Friday morning well, at about I, 5 o'clock in the morning. I had this thought like, okay, well, what if they kind of shot this thing? And I, I hate to, you know, I know we're going back to the beginning here, but um, what if they kind of shot this thing like as, like you're shooting a movie? And then oh, they said, I okay, see. we got this whole thing now. Now let's go ahead and segment and it out, up, right? right? Um, and I think maybe that would, would cause your differences in running time. Like, this is a segment of a story we're going to tell now. You know, this is the segment next and mm, so on and perhaps, so forth. Perhaps, I mean, the first episode is, I feel like they're probably going to be right around 30 minutes going forward, except for maybe episode eight, the last one. Wow, might so you be think longer. the first and the second, or the yeah. first and the last would be the uh, the bigger ones. Right. So, uh, so we don't know where we're going. Uh, you know, they leave the planet. Um, you would assume he is flying back to, you know, at this point, turn the bounty in, right? Alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like we're going to run into some more uh, Something's going to happen. Now and then, something's yeah. going to happen, obviously. Um, you got any more thoughts on this episode? A, a little bit, yeah. Right. So um, so I feel like, okay, so I, 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 I think we'll, we'll probably do our rating for it at the end. I liked the episode a lot. I was talking to a buddy of mine. And he wasn't quite as big a, a big a fan of this one, you know. He just seemed to think that um, there wasn't as much of a plot in this episode. And you know, after he said that, I, I kind of started to. You probably agree with that a little bit. Take you know, Baby Yoda doing the Force thing. To, you know, kind of take that out of the episode. Other than that, well, the only I think the only addition to the storyline is the you saw that there's. Uh, more bounty hunters going after him, right? And you and you see the force uh, being used by by Baby Yoda. Those are the really only two sure. things that kind of added to the. I think there's some good character line. development for the Mandalorian in yeah. in episode in episode two because I think you saw him very. Um, what's the word? You saw him at risk. I you know I guess so, he's vulnerable. Yeah, yeah vulnerable. Made him a little there more you vulnerable. Very, very Let me vulnerable. ask you this: When you watch the Mandalorian. Do you um, do you find yourself sometimes uh, picturing uh, Pedro Pascal under that helmet? No. Am I supposed to? Well, no, not necessarily. But you know, sometimes when I do that, it kind of ruins it for me. Really? Maybe it's because I. And that's. I does don't, that sound like a, a mean thing to say? I don't. No, I don't think so. I mean, I. 
but I'm I, the character. The Mandalorian is is he's really growing on me as a character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I wrote this. It seems like he's. This is going to sound cheesy. Oh boy. A a very nice guy. He's a well mannered guy. He asked IG Eleven. Ah, it looks like a rough bla- blaster shot there. You okay? You know, and like five minutes later, he's like stupid droid. You know, um, he's very, he try he offers like two or three times to give money to, uh, yeah, Kuehl. Right, I, I mean, he seems yeah. and and I kind of like, like that. He has just, uh, he has his own code. It seems right, like, right? It, which is very like professional and 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 he's a nice guy. I like that. I like the fact yeah. that he's not just some cold blooded, um, killer. He seems like a genuinely nice guy on a mission. You know, I don't think, but obviously he wouldn't hesitate to kill you if he needs to. I. I don't think so. No, probably yeah. not. But uh, yeah. but I like that kind of uh, like so for instance, friendliness. If if Kuehl all of a sudden tried to take the the baby, he would kill him. Um, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See Kuehl. Yeah, but uh, but he does. Yeah, you're right. He he has his own like code. It seems like that he goes by. Right. What other thoughts did you have? Um, well, I looked on Rotten. This isn't a thought. This is a fact. I looked oh, on Rotten oh, Tomatoes. It has a ninety-four percent audience score, and for lot, that episode or for, for the uh, show yeah, combined so far, okay. yeah. Um, and then also, and this is probably nothing, but a lot of the characters that we saw in the trailer, so Cara Dune, the shock trooper, yeah, and I can't think of um, the guy from Breaking Bad. Uh, he was Gus Fring in Breaking Bad. Juan, Juan Carlos oh, uh, Esposito, his character, yeah. um, are no longer on the IMDb page. It doesn't mean they're not going to be in the episode, you know, in the upcoming episodes. But I just thought that that was interesting that they are they are not on there anymore as you know a character in the in the in the show. Huh. So, um, I think that's pretty much it on. Um, on episode two, but one question I did have for you. So, yeah. do we know now? Um, okay, it's. I think it's been referenced a couple times that Mandalorians don't take off their helmet or don't take off their. That's armor. not true because. Uh, so my 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 uh, uh, knowledge of Mandalorians all comes from the Rebels. Okay, and I and mean Sabine was running around without her. Yeah, helmet Sabine. All the time. Uh, there was. Um, there's so, a couple others on there that, that would they would have their helmets off. So maybe it's like his clan, you, you think, or or his like group, or maybe he's just much more strict. Well, I think in his I life. think that maybe I think maybe that's a myth. Uh, oh. Okay, because my question was, so then Jango Fett is not a Mandalorian at all because he we, we barely saw him with his helmet in Episode Two. But if that's not the case, and that's just kind of a myth that Mandalorians, you know. Um, that they, they always leave their armor on, then, you know, Django very well could be a Mandalorian. Um, so I so I know Boba Fett's not a Mandalorian. Right, he's just a clone and that's of Django. Django's Spoiler alert. Son. Yeah, so, um, but so I think, uh, I think that whole taking off the helmet thing is not taking off. I think that would be a myth. He, he's going to take it off. Didn't we see um, in the trailer... On the speeder bike thing? <clears throat> no, but uh, him with a, a woman or something and the helmet's off. Or I think she's, like, or she's going yeah, it off. Yeah. She's going in for it. Right. That could be the last episode. Maybe he, like, finished his, you know. It would be cool if they don't take it off. You really don't want to see Pedro. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I don't know if it's that, but it just kind of kills the mystique of it, right? 
Yeah, I, I think that they're doing a great job of yeah. uh, evicting this character's emotions really without it. For me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So It's that mystique. You kind of like the mystique. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's probably why Boba Fett, I mean, the armor looks great, right? But that's probably a lot of why Boba Fett became such a, you know, popular character is we, we never yeah. saw him with his, you know, without his armor on. And the armor looks great. And he's got a, you know, missile launcher on the back of it. Yeah. So. And he flew. Yeah. You know, jetpack. All right. Um, we going to scores? So to, to, to recap, do you remember what you gave episode one? 8.7. You did. I gave it an eight, episode one. Chapter right. one. All right, chapter one. Let's get that straight. So chapter two, what you got? You want me to go first? Yeah, let's reverse order here. So I gave I gave one an eight. I, I'm going to go same score. Oh, that's boring. Why is that boring? Because you're uh, not. All right. Well, I'm, I'm doing that because. Um, there had to be one thing that you liked a little bit less Something I liked a little bit less in this the, the, one. Yeah, yeah, from chapter two versus chapter one. Something that just wasn't as, you know. Well, the length of it. I mean, if really that's go. my only seven point nine. Then really, <laughs> no, really. It's but but when I look at um, well, you had a lot less Easter eggs. A lot less Easter, eggs, but it was still interesting. You had the Yawas. I'm a, I'm a, that, that was cool to me. Okay. Like, I enjoyed that whole scene. So a lot of Jawas. Um, uh, you know that 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 bumps it up for you. <laughs> What I'm, and it what, did for me too. No, but I liked what I'm it. saying is, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the story for for the second episode. Uh, there wasn't any part that I was bored. There wasn't any part where I was like, you know, Canto bite scene. Let's get through this. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I enjoyed every 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 part of it. I mean, if these things continue to be 30 minutes long, I don't think we're going to have any any sections where it's a little bit boring, and you're not going to have that. You know canto bite type moment to where yeah. you want to fast forward or get through there it. seems to be no wasted moments in, in within the story I to agree. this point you right. know what i mean i feel like they use their time well um even even though i made that comment of like there's some walking but you know even that i, I kind of like brief i like well and i like the scenery you know what i mean yeah. they, they 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 create for some really good shots you know what i mean mm-hmm. um all right so what's your score 8.3 oh okay so a little less yeah a little less. Why a little less? I, I, I think it was um, – I mean, it's going to be tough to top episode one because episode one had IG-11 in it, and he, yeah. he, 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 he added some you know some points for me. Um, it just had a lot – episode one had a lot more stuff in it, I feel yeah. like, to look at, to talk about. Um, and, you know, again, it, it, for me, it the storyline was lacking – just a bit like the actual storyline now hang on just chapter is this your two. opinion or your friend's opinion no this really is my opinion okay. i mean i didn't really think about it until after he mentioned that oh but see so i mean you're letting okay. others influence your i think that's what decent decision. human beings do you you listen Not when you to, make a school all right so you're telling me like back when Cisco i was at, and eight, Ebert, I was at 8.3 when cisco and ebert my, were, my used guy. to review movies did they like listen to what everybody else said did then that impacted their score. I of the feel movie? like Cisco probably leaned over to Ebert and was like, "What do you think?" Guy? <laughs> no, uh, I don't think that happened at but all. But no, but it, you know, there was. I mean, you know, take take Baby Yoda using the Force out of it. Yeah. There wasn't just lo- there wasn't a lot of pr- pr- progression in the actual storyline. It's eight point three. It's not bad. It was, no, it was no, a great no, no. episode. I, I enjoyed say it. You, all right, let me have my else score. Impact you. Is it your score? That's the question. That is Daddy's score. Eight point three. Let me ask you this. Do we move from a number score 
to a letter score? Letter like A, B, C, D? Or F, yeah. Why wouldn't we do, well, let's do stars. Five stars, four stars. <laughs> well, I just think. Two thumbs up. <laughs> so what, it wears eight on the Richter scale here. Of, We're going, okay, scale of one to ten, obviously. That's we fine. We can't change I mean, it I now. Know, but it's just, in retrospect, it's kind of like, well, what does that mean? Oh, uh, okay. And we'd base it off the pizza guy. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, you got some more time to cover a few more things. Yeah, um, to... you got anything else? <laughs> yeah, I got, I, I got, we got, we did get confirmed a Star Wars film. Disney, I guess Disney sent, um, well, released. Did... Can I, can I yeah, just go finish ahead. it? I'm sorry. Disney released, you know, their upcoming projects. There's a handful of Marvel stuff in there, and there is a uh, Star Wars film, December 2022. All right. Woo. No, it's, it's just a, a, it's a wild away. No, I understand. I understand that. No, my point is. And so it I saw. This week. Okay, but they did announce there was going to be a hiatus on the movies for a while, and I guess that's the hiatus. It doesn't seem like much of a hiatus, though. Two years. It's like. Well, Bob Bob Iger was the one who came out and said, you know, I think that we've done a little bit too much Star Wars in a, in a short amount of time. Kevin. Oh, man, I'm going to do it Feige. wrong. Kevin Feige. Yeah. Um, actually kind of disagreed with that statement. I something I oh, read. So you're he, saying he's kind of that he yeah, he did not you know, he did right. not really agree with that. He talked about the um, you know, I guess kind of the profit of the movies and he said there's still a big appetite out there for Star Wars. So we got um Rise of Skywalker coming out here in two thousand nineteen. So really three years later we'll have a another Star Wars film. Um now we don't know if that's gonna be your boy, Ryan Johnson, no, or if it's gonna no. be but here's the thing, dude. The guy is still He's on the hook. I mean, no, he's still saying he's not gonna that it's one. it's gonna be. No, he's not. He when well, you listen to him, understand. he doesn't sound like like he's like. Well, we're still talking about it. Like he's not, dude. There's no way. All right, so then it's gonna be. Well, either, Kevin, uh, you know, Kevin Feige's making right. a movie. So I think is, it's gonna be his. Well, could be his. I think it's gonna be his. Or it could be that they've re- you know they they maybe that they're still working on the replacement for uh, the Game of Thrones guys, Benioff yeah. and Weiss, and yeah. maybe it's theirs. So. Um. All right, well, let's, let's go into this. I don't know if you saw, but uh, uh, Entertainment Weekly, um, you know, they, they come out with their magazines every so often with the Star Wars covers. Right. Um, so uh, we got three covers coming out. I think this comes out December, oh, man, November, November 28th, I think, right around there. Um, but so they got three covers, and one is with the OT, or I'm sorry, let me back up. One's with the prequel characters, one's with the OT characters, and one's with the uh, the new cast. Right. And so, um, you know, what's interesting on the prequel characters is, so you got uh, Padme, Obi-Wan, Anakin, uh, Palpatine, and Darth Maul. Missing is... My man Yoda? Well, yeah, okay, so Yoda, and then also Qui-Gon. Oh, um, so that's kind of odd. Uh, the OT characters, you got uh, 3PO, R2, Leia, Darth, uh, Vader, um, Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Lando, and you have uh, uh, Wicket, the Ewok. You don't have Chewbacca. Yeah, I saw Chewbacca. I'm stealing your thunder. I saw Chewbacca on the... Well, he's on the next Yeah. Group. So it's kind of weird that he's not he in the so OT much group. A part of, uh, so much... I mean, a bigger part of the original trilogy than what he oh, had for sure. in his last three films. 100%. Um, so it's kind of odd that they don't have him there. But then, yeah, so then on this this new one, uh, I'm sorry, the third one, which would be the quote-unquote new characters, you have 
Um, you have Ray, you have Kylo, you have Finn, Poe, VB8, uh, what's that other, Debo or something? The, that little guy made it on yeah, there? the hairdryer. Come on. You have Chewbacca. I you mean. have Rose, fan favorite, Rose Tika. And then um, the new girl. Um, Lando's daughter, supposedly. Yeah, it starts with a J. Um, and I, I'll, I'll get it here in a minute. Uh, we'll correct ourselves then, next episode. Well, cause, well I have no, I, I have heard <laughs> something else here. But also in the in the magazine, they, they have some new uh, screenshots. Um, one is with uh, Ray uh, battling a um, the 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 uh, lightsaber ball trainer right. thing, mm-hmm. and um, which we saw that in the uh, the trailer that came out on Monday Night Football. Yeah, so she's she we got a shot of that. There's a there's a shot of Kylo just looking emo, um, without his mask. Um, nothing groundbreaking there. Um, there's a shot of. Um, Finn in with uh, Jana is the character. The actor's uh, Naomi Aki, uh, but the character's name is Jana. So, and and some are suspecting that's Lando's daughter. Not confirmed, um, but you have them uh, together. Um, then there's a shot of um, so you got Poe and you got um, Rose and you got Finn and there's some background characters there and it, to me that, that shot looks like where Lando, if you saw in the trailer, Lando's kind of got like this crowd about him. Seems to me like he's telling a story or something or having a meeting and that, that shot seems like that's where that's from to me. Um, and then uh, we have another shot of uh, a newcomer which is uh, Order Allegiant General Pride which um, this is supposed to be Hux's dad, right? I have no idea. I I'm thought pretty that sure that's what I remember hearing. This is supposed to be Hux's dad. All right. So I okay. Uh, it's I, not I thought the guy that, from uh, Last Jedi. Is that what you're thinking? No, no, no. The no. the Dreadnought guy. Yeah, which no. he was great. I don't yeah, remember I his name, but yeah, uh, I liked him in that. that. I thought a good yeah. actor. Um, you got a shot of the stormtroopers along with snowtroopers. Different on the helmets. March. That's the snowtroopers. Oh, stormtroopers yeah. and snowtroopers. We've seen gotcha. Those before. Yeah, you typically don't see them together, though, no, kind of marching together. in file. Um, there's a shot of uh, Chewie, Ray, Finn, and Poe um, facing a threat, and uh, Ray has her lightsaber on. Um, and there, this is the first shot we've seen yep. of Poe uh, piloting the uh, Falcon, along with him is uh, Chewie and. Uh, Finn. I look Chewie forward to see what he can do with it. Weird in that, right? In that shot. Uh, yeah, his you know it could just be the lighting or something. Right. His eyes look a little bit darker. Um, so that, that's basically it. Yeah, um, we got some new uh, trailer footage too. Yeah, get TV to spot. Yeah, I, yeah, it was good. I don't know, if I, you know, it was like a thirty, not even a thirty second. Oh yeah, spot. I only think it was like twenty. Uh, you know, there was a cool shot of of where you know the she's jumping into the Falcon. Mm-hmm. It looks like the blast from the Falcon bl- pushes everybody back. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if we saw like anything groundbreaking in that either. Um, I thought I thought Kylo's helmet looked cool. Like you could kind of see like the red lines the red, where yeah. he, uh, I guess, repaired yeah. it there. Um, you know, one thing I wanted to say too is there uh, Anthony Daniels. Um, he's in that he's in that EW uh, uh, article there. Um, <laughs> I, th- and, I thought uh, I thought C-3PO had a little bit of extra dialogue in it. It wasn't just the in what. Oh yeah. yeah, he did. He did. He I forget says what something, he said. It uh, wasn't anything groundbreaking. He says something right at the beginning. Yeah, he does. Uh, 
The footage uh, isn't anything new there, right. but there was some extra dialogue from right C3PO. at the beginning of that. Yeah. I don't. He I says he says something about we've come a long way or something like that. That sounds right. Um, but Anthony Daniels says uh, so this is a quote from the magazine and. Um, and this is just making a little bit of news at, at, from the end of this quote. He says, in previous recent movies, 3PO has always uh, or has just kind of been a window dressing, something uh, on the mantelpiece. Uh, you polish it and dust it off when guests are coming. J.J. and Chris Terrio came up with this aspect of 3PO we had not seen before. That's remarkably cal- clever. And this is where some people are like, okay, well, what's this about? And so he says, they go down deep into ancient Star Wars and come up with something refreshingly new. Okay. Um, and this would be, and, and again, he's he's talking about in regards to 3PO, and then obviously right. we see the droid maker working on 3PO, his eyes become red, and so um, I don't know. I don't know what that's all about. Yeah, I don't know either. I just thought I mean, it was but, you know, his, his comment about C- the C-3PO has always kind of been there just for, he never really brought a whole lot to the table. Other than when he kind of got yeah. him out of a jam on the forest moon of Endor. But he kind of, that's what I kind of liked about 3PO. He was, he was oh, kind of yeah, like. I liked the character. He was um, kind of useless, but he was yeah. like, okay, I say that. He had his moments. But he was like, uh, he was just, you know, the, the what was me character that you always wanted yeah. around. And, yeah. and he was like the comedic relief. And, yeah. No, he's good. good uh, but now apparently he's, you know, he wants, he's like going to be like an action star in this. this yeah, moment. I mean, he definitely took a, a step back in. Yeah. Um, Force Awakens and, and, you know, in The Last Jedi. Um, I mean, R2 so. is usually shown as the hero. Right, multiple and, times. And 3PO as, you know, again, the woe was me, kind of the foolish person. Yeah, which makes him a great duo. Yeah, but now it seems, again, that we're just, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to get from, from R2, but it seems like everybody's forgotten about him. Hopefully more. Um, but with the introduction of the new droid, I don't know. Oh, see, yeah, that's a whole other issue. Yeah. Uh, all right, you know we have other things, but you know we're running kind of long here. Um, you know, um, so I, I think you know I had some quotes from Kathleen. I think maybe we'll save for next week um, a few other a few other notes. But uh, I, you know, I think we can hold those off to next week. Do you have anything else you want to get off your chest before we shut uh, this thing down? Yeah, just one thing about, um, and I'm not, I, we can we can talk about this a lot more. And I think I yeah. want to in Carrie Fisher's role. Oh, Leia. yeah, Leia's role. Uh, do we have time to get into that? Do you want? I'm, to, I'm gonna or? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this one out there really quick because I okay. spent a lot of time we, on it, yeah, and then keep, I feel like I also talk about it kind of debunked it at the same yeah. time. So we know that Carrie's brother came out and mentioned that she was going to be basically um, the Jedi that, you know, saved the day, right? Yeah, I, don't, so I don't think I'm putting words said, in his mouth uh, much like I did Dave. Uh, he's I think he's he saying gets, this, the, the, the third movie in this new trilogy was supposed to have Carrie come out and wield a lightsaber and use the Force and be a... Uh, I don't remember the exact quote, but be a be a Jedi warrior, right? Um, so I, you know, we saw that, and we can kind of get into that a little bit more, you know, for another episode. But but what you know made me kind of question somewhat that um, you know him him kind of releasing those comments was then JJ followed up, and I think it came out this week, and and he said that they didn't have to change Leia's story due to Carrie Fisher's death here in the Rise of Skywalker. So, you know, huh. I so what I had what I had kind of thought, um, and then but Colin Trevorrow had said that the passing of Carrie Fisher forced them to basically start from scratch when it was still his project. So you kind of got some conflicting stories there. So I think probably what was 
what the plan was is since Colin Trevorrow said that um, you know they kind of had to start from scratch. My my guess is is that the comments that Carrie's brother made was probably in reference to Colin's version of possibly yeah because one of the other things you used to hear was 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 uh, one was Hans movie. Two was uh, Luke's movie, and three was supposed to be Leia's movie. And again, I never understood all that because you didn't, because <clears throat> they wanted to do away with the old cast, and everything was supposed to be about these new. So how right. are they really their movies? But that's a whole nother conversation. But um, but that would you know, given given JJ's comments, I mean, your your thought process there makes some sense. You know, my my when we talked about it originally, the whole idea of Leia becoming a Jedi, and again, this is something on the threads. We should really start like a Facebook group on this stuff, so people can go and read uh, the attacks that I'm constantly under. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the whole it, idea of her becoming a Jedi. Well, a Jedi like, in like the sense that we see it. I mean, there are Jedi yeah. that 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 you you know you don't really see in the movie. So but that so are, he said that she was supposed to start. She was going to be the one to start like a new <clears throat> Jedi. Uh, retrain the Jedi. <clears throat> That's what the part of the quote was. And, Which, um, again, not to open up a can of worms here, yeah. I could see Disney going off kind of their history with uh, female leads and female yeah. heroes. I could see them absolutely signing off and putting a very beautiful stamp on that idea. Yeah. That, that Carrie, that, you know, Leia Organa was the uh, character to you know, bring balance to the fore, save the day in Rise of Skywalker, and then they go forth and start training a new Jedi. Right, because I mean, men just, are evil. They'd and, be in love with and, that. And uh, in everything, you know, uh, we're not going to get into all that. But uh, um, my, my issue was, though, like from a story standpoint is, okay, um, we saw her use the Force in, in The Last Jedi. Or was it The Force Awakens? It was Last Jedi. Yeah. Last Jedi. Mary Poppins. Yeah. Uh, never really seen her do that in any of the movies, other than like she she had with Luke, she right. had the force connection it. with Luke, um, and that there's nothing in her story to where we've seen on film because I don't care what's in a book or in a comic, films are really like Bible to me. Like that's what well, if matters it, if most. it's canon. I, I eh. can accept it a lot more. No, but but you, so. But even in, even in canon books, I don't think we see her doing anything yeah. other than what we saw her doing some communication through the force, some feelings. You yeah, know, different but things so like that. but for her to all of a sudden just just come out of nowhere, you know, I'm going to start using a lightsaber. I'm going to be a Jedi master to where I'm training other Jedi. It just it just didn't make any sense to me. To me, she's always. I like where she was, where she's at now as she's like, she's the general Leia. To me, it fits her personality. It fits her character, where her character would go to. Uh, her character is a political character. Her character is a military type character. Uh, she is a leader. And, you know, so people could say, well, I'm being chauvinistic because I don't think because she's a woman that she should be, you know, end up being the this this Jedi person or whatever. That's not what I'm yeah, saying she, at all. It has nothing to do with her. She's the leader of the whole rebellion. Yeah, it has nothing and to do with, with her that. gender. 
Uh, her character has always been strong, going back to A New Hope. Right. Right? And it's yeah, not she was because... she trying to take over the escape. I right. I mean, with five minutes in the, you know... <laughs> and her, her character is strong not because she's a, a woman, but it's just the way her character was written. Yeah. She's a very strong character without having to tell everybody, I'm a woman, right? And... Uh, um, but to me, that it doesn't fit the story for her to take that leap from leaving the political arena, the military general type of arena, to now going into like the Force Jedi arena doesn't make sense. And then, and then, like, okay, well, if she did that, well, what do you do with Ray then? Like, what's Ray's? Isn't right. that Ray's job now? Like to me, like that would be like Ray's the last Jedi. That was. Uh, part of the quote was he said Leia was going to be the last Jedi. Well, right. how does that work? If right. Because the way I took it in The Last Jedi when Luke is saying the Jedi is alive, like Rey is the last Jedi. Well, she's... Currently as we speak, yeah, as of right, right now. Right, technically. Right. Right? She is the last Jedi. And she would be the one to restart the Jedi Order. Assuming right. She's that got the books. She's got yeah. the books. Assuming they do that. Right. And again, it's not, and, and she's a woman, so you can't say I'm being like chauvinistic. You're not I, giving our audience enough credit. I don't think that they. I'm a hundred percent. There's somebody out there. I guarantee. I the, so I'm a hundred percent okay with Ray doing that, like right. it, because it fits her story profile. It fits her character arc. You know what I mean? It right. it, it makes sense. Yeah, and. Um, you know, not that she's not capable of use do, you know doing some great things with the Force. I mean, she's a Skywalker after all. Yeah. I'm good with seeing her use the Force. I liked her using the Force in the Last Jedi. I didn't necessarily like the way it looked. Right, sure, yeah. You know, yeah. it always kind of you know is weird. Yeah, it was. It's it, the way it, it looked shot. like a porcelain doll hanging yeah. from a string. Yeah. Um, but it, it, again, here we are. We we got to always end the podcast with something negative about the uh, Last, Last Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. So I, you see her do this, right? You know, this is a pretty incredible feat she's sure kind of half unconscious yeah. and maybe it's uh you know one of those things like you know where a kid gets trapped under the car and the mom gets superhuman strength okay. you know maybe it's one of those types of things um but she uses this incredible force power and then at the end of the last jedi she can't move those friggin boulders that's what all I, that always kind of bugged me in the movie i was like well we just saw her you know she got blown yeah. up use the force to in space Go yeah. back to the ship, but then she's sitting on a rock and can't move these friggin' boulders. Well, I assumed she was still weak from. You don't think as weak as she just got blew up? She <laughs> no, just got I, blew up. I know, but I'm saying I think I think <laughs> I get what you're saying. I Did you like ever think about that? Are one? you saying this because she's a woman? <laughs> just kidding. All no, right. but I'm good with see, I'm good with seeing her use the force. Yeah, but yeah, wielding a lightsaber, bringing the Jedi back. That's yeah, that's not, not her, her character. Yeah. I like her much more. Is the general, which by the way, again, right. general the is tactical, like the highest yes. uh, commander in in, yes. in the army. Yes. So. The tactical person. I got you know a lot I mean? of stuff on Leia uh, that we can hopefully bring up in the yeah. next podcast. That we just kind of, you know, keep, uh, you know, unfortunately not able to get to on, you know, what I think that her her role is going to be, you know, um, you know, with with the passing of Carrie Fisher because it's yeah. it's got to be that JJ is just. Um, I got I, I got one more thing. One How more dare thing. you impose your will on on a woman? Should I just stop with the jokes? You really do. You're, should, you sound really extremely. Um, this, this episode has kind of gotten a little uh, political. 
That was all you, buddy. Yeah, I know. All right, so JJ, and again, uh, you know, he says that they're uh, speaking of um, Carrie Fisher's part yeah. in The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. There are scenes where she's interacting with other characters in a way that is uncanny. Hopefully, ugh, if it works, <laughs> it will be an invisible thing. And if you didn't know, I assume he means if you didn't know she passed, you would never know. But we got to tell the story with Leia that we would have told had Carrie lived, and that's kind of incredible. So that goes back to kind of my comment I made starting on about this, is they didn't have to change Leia's story due to her death that he had mentioned. The so un- The uncanny thing makes you a little nervous? Um, I think the hopefully thing makes me a little oh, nervous, yeah. yeah. When, you know, the, the hopefully yeah. part there. I, guess we'll I, I think I, I saw that they had 15 minutes, eight, eight minutes of, of footage between uh, Force Awakens and The Last Jedi to play with. Yeah. That doesn't sound like a lot to me. Well, I don't know. But, I mean, again, I'll, I have my own, I have my own yeah. thoughts that we can get into for another podcast on what I think we'll see with uh, with Leia Organa. Yeah. Um, and Rise of Skywalker. All right. Well, let's wrap this thing up. Join us next week for some more male chauvinistic uh, stop, conversations. Stop. All right. And uh, and for all your impeachment update news. No, I, <laughs> I, I joke. Um, but no, join us next week. We'll, we'll jump into more Mandalorian, I'm sure. We'll talk more about Leia, any other breaking news that comes up. Uh, we're going to talk about the Fallen Order here at some point, the new oh, yeah. uh, Star Wars game. I've not gotten to play it a ton. Um uh, but I have played it. It's 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 decent, is what I'll say. I just want to know the story. I just want yeah, to know we'll stories. get into the story, all yeah. that. Um, you know, we're gonna have uh, Chad and Dave on here soon to kind of go through the game with us. Chad read the uh, the new book. Um, I don't remember Rise the name of it. Of Rise of the Resistance, I think, is the name like of that, it. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe we can get some uh, some background on that. This is the story before the Rise of Skywalker, so it's kind of them uh, rebuilding right. the rebellion, is what it seems like. So, anyways, uh, Leia rebuilding the rebellion. I believe. Sure. Uh, be with us next week as we jump into some of that conversation. We appreciate you tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Star Wars Ramp Podcast. Follow them on Facebook at Star Wars Ramp Podcast, and we'll catch you next time.